world is yours. The world is yours. Yo, welcome back to season three, episode ten of the Kids of Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Narayan. I'm Joseph. I'm Matt. And uh we're back and we got some interesting topics today. Uh first I kind of wanted to uh, ask Matt, since he's a Celtics fan, what what are your opinions on Game 6 and just how the series went? I mean, I, you know, I've said it to everyone that asked me. During the season, I had no hope because time and time again, we would see what we saw in the finals, which was a utter meltdown in the second half of games. We saw it kind of in the third where they came back in Game 6. But ultimately couldn't complete it. But one thing I noticed this season was defense and ability to close out games after the All Star break. Before the All Star break, it I, I had no hope. I, I I would watch a game. I, I remember watching the Knicks game and losing in overtime to an RJ Barrett fucking BS shot, and thinking that's our season. And All Star break, we come out and. Turning around, I mean, we made it to the finals. Am I a little disappointed? No, because I had no hope. Um, <laughs> I honestly expected a first-round exit by all means. But in all seriousness, it's this is a building point for this that team. I it's Tatum didn't have a good series. Brown didn't have a good series either. But looking at their age and looking at the fact that it's their first finals, I would not be worried as a Celtics fan. I mean, I agree. It's it's a bright beginning to what could be a dynasty if pieces fall into where they need to fall. I definitely agree. I was talking to uh, Trevor about it today, and like every single great who's ever you know been like a core piece of a dynasty, especially just talking about Tatum and Brown. They all go through the hardships of losing or taking those L's. I mean, Michael Jordan in the Pistons. I mean, you got LeBron's meltdown against Dallas. Uh, Steph was dealing with ankle problems. I mean, Kobe had the air balls against the Utah Jazz. I mean, just every great, you go down the line, they all had to fail before they win, 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 win. And so I think this is just Tatum's point. Like, he finally got to the finals, but now he know he knows what kind of what lights come on and how to deal with the backlash of losing in the finals. I mean, he's only 24. One thing I think that people are not talking about enough is the strength of the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> they were... People forget that the Warriors maintained almost every single one of their detrimental pieces to their dynasty, minus KD, and added two youngsters in Gary Payton and Jordan Poole. I mean, Jordan Poole, he just emerged. I eat... I mean, but that he yeah, yeah but they still just, got him, and that's the yeah. thing is like, yeah, Tatum and Brown didn't play well, but and this isn't a viable excuse by any means, but the Warriors weren't some cakewalk team. Like yeah. they they were a good team. I mean that they had the talent, they had the experience in the finals, which is very important in the league. I mean, do I think Draymond was should have been tech? Hit with Tex more, yes. Um, same kind of. I think it's you're, we're starting to see something with Draymond where it's like the Harden rule, where you know he gets calls for Call, threes. Yeah. He doesn't get called for technicals because after he came out with you can't you can't uh, ref the play. You got to ref the game or some bullshit. You didn't see him get half the technicals he used to, mm-hmm. and I'm like okay, but 
I digress. It like I, I mean, was saying, I, it's it it was a good team, yeah. and I'm not surprised that the outcome came as it was. Six games. But say six games. I mean, there's some teams not even taking the Warriors to five. I mean, there's I think. How many how many games did it take the Warriors to win this playoffs? Did they even go to a game seven this year? No, I don't think so. I do not believe so, no. I know that they lost by damn near fifty to Memphis, but I mean like that, that doesn't mean shit. I was about to say they closed that one out in six. Yeah. Luca took him to six, right? I think they took him to five. Yeah. Luca got one. But yeah, no, they didn't I did I don't think they went to seven. Yeah, they didn't go to seven this whole year. Steph was on his revenge tour. Clay came back. I mean, Draymond, he's just... I'm not going to say Draymond's a sitting duck, but, I mean... <laughs> sitting duck. Call, call him what you want, but Draymond is a replaceable piece, but he's still a core piece. I mean, the chemistry and everything. Mm, I don't think so. I, I genuinely don't think so for the fact that he's... Yes, he's not as detrimental to that offense as a Clay or Steph or even a Jordan Poole. But he is a he's a veteran who's on the court. Like he's those Haslams, those Iguodalas talking to the players on the sideline. He's that on the floor. Still playing at that high level. Yeah, yes, but, I don't like him. Yes, he's not as he's not gonna go get you that bucket, but he's gonna make you hate life and he's gonna get in your head. He's not as good as Dennis by any means, mm-mm. but he resembles that in, in some aspects to me. So I yes, agree, but he's not I'm a replaceable. Just, I'm saying baseball. like his value is, I mean, he he's a very high value player and to what he brings to the team, but I'm not saying like he's replaceable in the fact that somebody can fill his role. But if you take Draymond out of that lineup and put another player in, I'm not saying like the caliber of the player, but preferably like an all star or superstar player, they would still be able to win. But I'm just saying I mean, you would have to replace Draymond and probably another piece. I mean, if you put an all star bigger- in there. On top of what they already have, yeah, 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 you're, yeah, get, yeah, you're getting yeah, yeah. a championship. I'm about to say, like, I mean, if you need four to win and you're adding another two, and you got six. I mean, it's yeah. gonna trump. But, um, so yeah, that's kind of glad I got his opinion on that. Uh, that's like the number one Celtics, no, number one Celtics fan I know. But uh, for today's topic, we're just kind of talking about, you know. I mean, kind of like society and just how how would you describe like today's top, not really topic, but theme? Mm. A very divided world we live in. Okay. You? I think a divided world is a great way to put it with the first topic of escaping reality. Yeah. So um, I don't know if anybody that's watching this has seen um ready player one but uh it's a movie based on just life in another dimension trying to sort of chase like uh what was it like a golden egg but not not even necessarily the golden egg but escape reality and just become something that you're not that you're not yeah yeah and experience things you couldn't in the real world. Yeah, I think that's the thing a lot of people try to sort of become or just mm, like they want to be. 
And then uh, I see you have written down here like Bitcoin, Ethereum, like all like the cryptocurrencies and how the world is starting to change and how I, I know like the things like the metaverse and virtual reality, how those are starting to have a big play on society. Uh, give me you guys' opinions on that. We'll start with you. I definitely think it is a possibility that everybody would could start wearing goggles and just staying at home and... I'm, hold on, hold on. Before before you say start wearing goggles, I mean let's not forget, we 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 were at a point in time where everybody was wearing masks, so I definitely wouldn't doubt everybody starting to wear goggles. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Yeah. I mean, what's your opinion on that? So you you mentioned the masks, and I mean that was whether you what you view on that be as it may, but that was at a time where society was forcing i mean right at the time it came out rightfully so i mean we had no idea what it was Mm -hmm. so mass came out i feel like my personal opinion about like the metaverse and this alternate reality thing is it's wrong i don't agree with it and i think you ought to stay away from it for the simple aspect of coming religiously if that's where we were meant to be God would have created us as such. We would not be who we are in this reality, if you want to call it, if we were not meant to be. Mm-hmm. And so you're saying if you if we were if that's what God had destined for us, we would have started off that way. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, but I we, feel like I, right I, I now don't even think there's a but, but kind of in the Bible, kind of talks about how the world starts to go to shambles over time. I'm and I think that that's that could lead to a. I mean, among other things, which we'll get into later with another topic about society, but I think it's this could lead to a very interesting dilemma because we already see it with like social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether that be bodybuilding, whether that be modeling, whether that be just anything, we live in a time where utterly no morals seem to exist. I mean, we see women posting less and less clothes. We see men doing the same. Whether you want to say that has the same implications, whatever. But ultimately, you should be modest about your clothing, about your tongue, about what you... Ultimate, so tongue meaning what you say, Mm -hmm. how you present yourself, like how you act. I mean, it's... Because ultimately, it's... On, you, like I said about social media, you're seeing this utter like, okay, let me show the world half my tit. <laughs> okay, um, that's not that's 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 not who you are. Like mm-hmm. I know for a fact that there's something more deep down, but no one's gonna want to get to see that because they already see the end goal, which should be coming with. I'm about to say with, you know, like. They, a lot of, especially in relationships, I think I talk about this a lot. For women to be so openly, I'm going to just say openly naked, half naked, or anything on social media, I mean, for a lot of guys, that's kind of like, that's kind of what you want to work for. I know that's a lot of way, like, a lot of men think, instead of, like, getting to know what's on the inside, because, like, I, kind of tying into this next topic what's wrong with society a lot of people chase the sexual feeling instead of real intimacy 
Like, um, so if you're displaying what men already think is the prize to work for, like you basically become in a way, like a, to society's terms, easy. And kind of to, t- to tie into what you just said, it's with with a metaverse. I think it's eerily problematic for the for the aspect we already don't value each like what we are mm-hmm. as it is, because we're we define ourselves by society standards, and when society is constantly changing, your feelings are gone in the wind. And it's with this, it's like okay. I want to be 250 lean. Like, that's just... You, you're you creating an outlet for something that it's like... Okay, yeah, sure. You can go be whatever you want. Sure, be, be who you want in this metaverse. But, okay, that's not who you really are. What happens, like... It's just that, that, that to me is problematic because it's, it's ultimately the issue we have with social media that it's... You you're seeking something you won't get unless you value yourself. And if you don't value yourself and you want an escape from reality, okay, yeah, sure, let's go into the metaverse. Everything you want is a reality. I feel I understand why you think it, the metaverse is problematic, but I feel like there's nothing we can do to stop it because yeah, like technology a, will keep on evolving part. and evolving. And I feel like there's nothing that's it's gonna Ultimately, happen. The, the way uh, I'm gonna but just I, I touch on this, yeah. kind of like the way. Uh, just using my contextualization, the way he kind of talked about like how society plays such a big part on you know the way people think and what they want to be, kind of how we were just talking about beta and alpha males. Yeah, I mean, uh, I just wanted to add that little note, but continue. Uh, I just think there's nothing stopping the metaverse, oh, even yeah. though it's gonna have a I, bunch I, of problems. I agree. I agree entirely with that because ultimately, because technology over time will keep on getting better and better. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I kind of knew it was coming when I started to see, like... I, I don't think I've ever picked up, like, a little virtual reality, like, game. Because like, so damn expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm about to say, first of all, nobody has... <laughs> well, at least right now, I don't have the money. When they first came out, we were 16, hoping to get 20 bucks for food down the street. Not, yeah. not I'm to about, mention, I'm going to get a virtual reality. I was so. wondering how I'm going to eat fast food for dinner tonight. Like, not playing virtual reality boxing or virtual yeah. reality 2K or... But then it's like I seen everybody putting on those goggles and then I see those like videos kind of go along like social media. And then the more and more you see technology like advance, the more and more you see it kind of take control of the people that are using it. Yeah. So it's like I know in the future that this is going to have a chokehold on society, mm-hmm. which is it's going to be crazy. One. Sorry. What were you going to say? No, nah, I'm I, I just going to just say this last part. We're going to look back at this episode and see how right we were and not even, like, really realize how bad it has gotten just talking at this certain point in time. Because the way we talk about it now is probably a 10% of how it's going to be in the future. Yeah. Kind of like you said, I, I agree. It's it's going to happen. Yeah. We, we, can't, we can't change it. But ultimately, I, I believe that it does say in the Bible that you should fight for what is right, and that is what is in the Bible. I mean, ultimately, the word is the word, and that that's that's what you should fight for. And it's kind of like to lead into the next topic. Uh, it's all right. You, let's let's talk about the next. Yeah. Topic. Um, I'll I'll finish my thought and then. But, so, next topic is 
where and when did society go wrong? I'll, I, can I start with that? Yeah, go ahead. I So, kind of like I just said about fighting for what is the truth, which I believe is the Bible, is when we started to reject God. And I mean, you see that in social media. So, what 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 do we see with the content that we see on social media? Overtly sexualized mm -hmm. pictures of humans. Sexual immorality. Yeah. And that's been a very centralized theme, especially in America. I mean... I'm about to say, it doesn't really go on in many other countries, bro. Not, not as much as America, first of all. Yeah. I, really? What... <laughs> I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I think the problems that America has and the societal problems have not really happened as much in like third world countries. And because I'm worried about food. No, but then and then here's the crazy part. Um, I'm not gonna say any names. They probably won't even make it to this far in the episode because a lot of people have probably already clicked off the video and like, what the what are they talking about? Plus, you don't but, need the gossip. <laughs> but um, so. I remember I was talking, uh, I was in a group chat. Like I said, I'm not going to say any names. Y'all could probably just put the pieces together in the group chat. And then somebody says like, yo, I hate it here in America and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this is the problem. People don't realize how much America has to offer and how much is here and how much, how really free we are. Because, and, and that's the problem. We've become too free. Because in like sort of traditional countries, I mean, people call it harsh, but their society doesn't have as many issues as ours has. Because we as people have become too free and we have been given, been given, too, like, been given too many rights. And, you know, now people get to act out on their thoughts. And really, in America, people get to do whatever they want to do. And that's the problem. And people think, Oh, we're still not free or blah, 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 blah. That's BS. Like, if anything, <laughs> the the leash is not even there anymore. You really get to do whatever you want here. And I think that's how society went wrong. You know, like, uh, I, I think there's one country in the Middle East. Uh, like, there's, like, arranged marriages and, like, you know, or, or just... Like I said, any third world countries where they don't have as many rights as they do in America, there's less problems, though. I, I think I counter that to say that, no, there's probably more problems. You just don't see it because I'm you don't see technology there because they're more worried about the basic needs, survival. And I think that's, that's ultimately not a, to, to what you said about us being too free and too, too many rights. I get where you're coming not from, but I think rights, it's... Like, um, not too, too many. I wouldn't say too, too many, many freedoms. Too too much freedom. Too much liberation. To what I I would say that, that is kind of back tying to the point of rejecting the Bible is we don't want the con the 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 repercussions for our actions. That we've we've grown up in a society that has no consequences for how we act, mm -hmm. and so what happens is we live and see what we see and then when it doesn't go the way we want it to we've been complain yep 
can we can't accept the fact that sometimes things don't go the Not way everything is supposed to go your way because the world doesn't cater to your every need you're not always right your opinion may be your opinion doesn't mean it's right i know that i have some opinions that may not be right mm -hmm. i'll be damned if i don't try to get to the truth though and that's the thing is it's we've grown up in a society that's okay your feelings matter i mean sure yeah your feelings matter okay when does the truth matter and that's that's where I feel like we've rejected that notion is like this country, as much as I view it as it's it's a far cry from what it was, I still think it's a country that I'd that you should be proud of and you no, should be I, proud I of this country. It, and I that's did, the issue. Is, I, I, I wanted to touch on that kind of what I said in this group. I said you, you hate America until you you're in a third world country where you really have like you really don't get to do anything you want. Yeah. You don't know how good you have it till you don't. Yeah. Joe? <laughs> um, I think when and where, or where and what. Well, I, I really want to say this. I think when society did go wrong, well, I, society has always, like, I think the 21st century was kind of the start to it. And then just my opinion of where it, like, really went wrong. Before then, it was probably already wrong. You know, I mean, back in the 80s. Oh, my goodness. I think these issues were from the creation. I mean, you see it in the Bible. You, said, you think from the creation? I mean... I, I, I just think because I'm just going off of what my young mind already knows. And so what I have lived to see. And I, I talk to this about it every time. I think... I, and I would like like all this other genders and all like kind of just everybody being what they want to be kind of ties back into this ready player one. Yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> kind of where's the side that started. When did that that started like 2020 that COVID year that everybody was cooped up and locked in. That's been going on for much longer than you think. Sodom and Gomorrah only only cities in the history of the Bible where God punished them with fire and brimstone. And that's before 2020. So this yeah. has been, this has been a utter rejection of God for a long time coming. No, I, I agree, but I, I'm saying, like, from not not only just rejecting God. I mean, that's kind of how society goes wrong, just re rejecting Him in general. But in every way that you live, like, it's like I said, it's. It's kind of just me explaining the things that I've seen, lived through, read upon. You know, I, I still have a lot to learn, but this is just based off of what I've already seen. Yeah. So I... Back to Joe, so we don't just keep yeah. talking. Oh, you guys are good. Um, honestly, I would say just unresolved conflicts over time and also, like, historical events like World Wars and, like... Um, just a bunch of events that led to unresolved issues even though we might have had some sort of resolution but I feel like until we find a middle ground between two, the two sides or even just everybody comes back to God or something like that this is never going to be resolved and I never going to happen yeah, because so. it says it it's I was hated before you will ever be hated. So it, mm -hmm. that 
Jesus was saying that and alluding so like to the, the beginning fact of that, time. Yeah. This is that's beginning yeah. of time, <laughs> and it's we want to find middle ground. But then but again, you, God gave us free will. Which yeah, is, and that's why it's yeah. ultimately know that you were given a choice, and your choice is your choice. If that leads to your salvation, cool. Mm-hmm. If someone else's is, is leading to their eternal damnation in hell, then <laughs> I you should tell them that, hey, you're running to a burning f- house, run away, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean you hate others as yeah. well. I, and that's, I think that's the issue is a lot of us, whether both sides, mm-hmm. you, you see that, that my way, no other way, that, that's wrong. You, 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 you don't win over someone's heart with anger or with rigidity. You have to be, okay, I can see where you're coming from this is the truth, or at least as I see it. Let me see if you can see it this way. No? Okay. I can, we can agree to disagree. But ultimately, it's uh, these days, it's you have to agree to me now and no other way. If, if you don't accept me as I am or accept the truth as I see it as it is, whatever that be, that's the issue. Is it, we, we are not willing to listen to the other side, and that's the issue is, is if... It says in the Bible, if you want to win someone's heart, it's not done, like I said, with anger or rigidity, but it's whatever side you have. If you're going into an argument, this is how it is, and I'm not willing to see the other side, you've lost, you've lost your, you're not having a debate, you're, have, you're having an argument. Mm-hmm. And that's, I feel. Yeah, there's uh, nothing else I could really say about that. kind of touched it on right there. <laughs> um, next topic? Yeah, sure. Yeah, next topic. <laughs> All right. So, this is kind of ties in, not really to both, but how would you change the education system? Me personally, uh, I would I wouldn't say like the education system is bad, but I would say that. <clears throat> so a lot of people complain that the education system hasn't taught them to like file taxes or anything or some sort of that nature but here's the crazy thing here's the here's the crazy thing there are books libraries the internet some people just don't have the itch to learn i mean and and some people just clearly don't pay attention in class because you'll see it on twitter they'll be like oh how come they never taught us the blah 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 but then it's like okay i remember like i'm learning this now like, and there's some people who clearly don't pay attention in class. And then I think it kind of ties into where and what did society go wrong? Like a lot of there, there's a big general public that don't see the problem. The education system may not be teaching you everything you should be knowing, but we do learn. Reason, though? Huh? You think it's for a reason, though? I it's kind of hard to say it's not for a reason but I do think it is. I think the the smart people and you know the actual geniuses would be like, "Okay, I just graduated, but there's still more to learn." The small-minded people would be like, "Okay, I just graduated. I don't have to learn anything else. Like I just get to turn my brain off and just fuck around and live." Mm. And that's where people go wrong. Like 
what, what are y'all's opinions on? I'll let you go first, Joe. I'm about uh, to say. I mean, the reason why I asked you guys this question because I feel like there should be more financial literacy taught because, like, like you said, taxes, like credit cards, stocks, or like retirement. But then, that. but I think the reason why it's not taught is because they want to keep a certain group of people, like I said, out of it. I think. To tie both of your points in together into mine is you said that people need to take the initiative to learn themselves, essentially. Mm -hmm. And you're saying that essentially they're keeping us... Herd mentality, I guess, is what I would label it as. That's why I think that whole no child left behind notion is very detrimental to the education system. Because you're going to have people that are willing to take that initiative and go above and beyond... And then you're going to have people down here who you're trying to bring them down to this level and meet in the middle when that's, that's just not how people are. Some people are great at other things and some people aren't. And that's, I think, my issue and where I think it went wrong is, again, that consequence thing is because with the no child left behind, you're expected to be taught A through Z when you can't, you can't be taught A through Z. You, there's there's some things that should be taught. I, obviously coming from a religious background, believe that God should be taught to children. But I, I get that freedom of religion. But that just means I won't go send my kids to public schools. I'm going to homeschool my kids. But it's the education system, I think, went wrong when we taught each other not to accept responsibilities or trying to fit everyone into this bubble when that's not re realistic. No one is... We're similar, but we're never the exact same. Would you say also because back in the day they also, like, taught taught about God and they took that out of school? I mean, they, not only did they take that out, but they're, like you said, kind of rejecting God. They're teaching new things that reject, re like, reject religion. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> I was in a class and, you know, uh, it. I think it was, like, kind of like sociology not really i don't really know what the name of the class was but they're teaching like um like pronouns and different genders and all these kind of things and it's just like kids are learning this like th this this is why i think the education system kind of starts how society goes wrong it's a factor of why society is going wrong because that's what our kids are being taught because the next generation is being taught what you teach them in school and that's mm -hmm. what they live and okay pronouns if if that's where we want to go okay but respect if someone has a disagreement with that that's where you got to listen to the other side oh yeah and that's another reason why i think it's it's it to tie the society into education is it's we're trying to fit everyone into this one set thing but not willing to listen to the other side or even accept the fact that you may be smarter at me in technology i may know more in the human body you may know more in sports than me and joe that doesn't mean we have to slam each other into one ball and say learn this mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i mm. Yeah. I think I think majors I think majors and you know what you want to do in life should start off in kindergarten or should mm. 
No, because you don't know what you want to do in kindergarten. I didn't know what I wanted to do till I was a senior. I still don't know what I want to do in five years from now. Bro, I'm not gonna lie. I, I've I've been following the same dream I've had since I was two. That's you though. Yeah, yeah. See, see, but you can't this, this fit is, this, me into this. This is kind of this is kind of like kind of my point. So you know how when you first go into college, some people are like kind of undecided on their major, mm-hmm. and then you know they get to their junior year. All right, okay, this is what I want to do. I think if you are undecided. Then, you know, try to learn the basics first and, you know, try to get a grasp of what you're interested in. And then once you decide, boom, put you in that course. You learn this. That's why I think that whole let's fit each other into a ball is very detrimental. Because you know what you wanted to do when you was two. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do ten different things ten times over before I was even sophomore year. Yeah. I had to tear my ACL during COVID to freaking figure out I want to be what I am or going to be I it's you trying to tell everyone okay let's do this let's do this people think outside of the box and sometimes when something spurts outside of the box and you slam it back into the box that's that's hurting that person but see I think this is kind of like how Joe said do you think there's a reason and I I have I thought about it and there is a reason if they did teach everybody what they wanted to be the value of those jobs there will be no value in you know success anymore because it would be so common because you would give everybody the perfect path and not even the perfect path but more of a chance to follow your dreams and be what you want to be in life and financial literacy is not taught because first of all the rich only get richer i mean and like i said those people that have an itch to learn they will they will learn how, but those people that don't that the majority the majority there's a reason those there's a reason that those things are not taught because they're not willing people are not willing to learn so after you graduate college, you still have to be willing to learn and read and you know take some financial courses if you really want to be at that certain type of you know you want to have that certain type of income or that net worth that's i mean that's up to you but I mean, I don't know. It's it's just a lot with the education. That's ed- education system that is wrong, and like he said, they kind of group everybody in one ball. But there's a reason why they do to it to keep the richer f- getting richer. I mean, you see it at a university. People don't need to be taking bio or geology if they have a sports and recreation management class. Like, what kind of <laughs> bullshit is that? Like, that, that you just. I don't need to know that rocks are a different kind of rock to tell you that a ball bounces a certain way. Like that, that that's, yeah. you know, that's. Yeah, but, uh, that's a good way to end that. <laughs> um, what are your goals? Um, wanna, who wants to start with this one? I need a minute. You need a minute? Yeah. I've been talking for the most part. Like, I've been letting Joe be quiet for the most part, so I'll let, no, I'll let him go first. I mean, right now, short short term, it's just to um, get ready for VCU and just, you know, get my dormless all set up and, like, yeah. make sure I've submitted the right paperwork, and et cetera. But I feel like long, to- long term, like five or, like, ten years out, well, start with five, like, hopefully graduate from VCU, have a stable job and like start my career in, in videography. But I, th- I think 10 years, I really want to like 
maybe at that time, hopefully, like, be married, maybe start a family, have a kid, or just even have a house or something mm-hmm. like that. And then, yeah. Okay, so that's the format we'll do. We'll do short term, then five years, and ten years. Okay. You can go. Short term? <laughs> As in, like, the next year, I just want to pass my boards. <laughs> I mean, that's that's that. Five years, I just want to be a better me. I mean, because I don't know what that looks like. I don't know mm. what, what may come into my life, because... Heck, even these last six months, my life has looked drastically different than it did last year. And I it's, I don't know what God has planned for me. I don't know what may happen. Heck, I may have said something in this video that gets me canceled 20 years from now. God knows. But it's... I I just want to strive to be as a, as a good a man as I can in five years. As good as a Christian as I can be in five years and just see where that goes. Ten years same thing i just want to be like like kind of like joe said i i'd hope to be married by that point i want to be as good of a husband a father you know friend an uncle or grandfather whatever it may be hopefully in 10 years it's not a grandfather (laughs) (laughs) you know i'd be crazy real quick but you know it's whatever whatever life whatever life is whatever god has has you is for you and I want to be the best I can at that at that point. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I kind of have my short-term goals written up there. I think uh, everybody that's been here has seen. I really do want to be not only the best basketball player I could be, but just the best man I could be. You know, the best young man I could be. I'm still learning a lot. I'm only 19. I think I'm the youngest here. You're 20? Yeah, he's, yeah I'm still 19, so, like, <clears throat> Obviously, I, I want to be a better Christian. Um, grandfather at thirty? Huh? I'm sorry. I just realized that I said I'd be a grandfather at thirty years old. Yeah, I was old. doing the math in my head. I was like, <laughs> I'm just realizing that. I'm that's like, really I, I do too. I'm like, oh, that's not that bad. Now I'm doing the math, and I'm, I'm sorry I interrupted you, but no, I'm like, good, holy <laughs> shit, thirty years old? That does not make sense. What kind of I would have. <laughs> I'm saying I want to be as good a father and grandfather. There's, I would have missed the fathering aspect if my yeah. child's getting a woman pregnant at nine. Yeah, no, no, I'm about to say you probably have to start now. Uh, yep. Sorry, you were saying. <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, all right. <laughs> uh, uh, but of course, like, um, just also just want to, you know just have a a brighter mind like um not be so closed-minded especially like in my conversations and just you know start to think more with logic and you know put myself in uncomfortable positions so i am able to grow Uh, i think success is an uncomfortable procedure um I, i see steve steve harvey say that and course i think all of us here want to be successful in our crafts but we realize that we have to work for those things and we might have to be put in positions that we might not like in order to get to that certain point but i was gonna say like pressure is a privilege yeah chris bumstead yeah (laughs) yeah but i i I need a a hoodie of that i I love that phrase yeah it's, it's tough but uh i just thank God every day for the ability to wake up and, you know, create new opportunities. 
Like I, I think it's such a blessing that not many people realize that they have, you know. Um, and I think after you adapt that mentality, it's hard to have a bad day, or it's 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 hard to be in a bad mood once you realize that you are blessed every day. So I just kind of want to carry that mentality throughout these next five, ten years, and of course, the five years, I, I think. Y'all know I, I hold myself to a high standard. Like, I, I want to be in the NBA. Like, uh, that's just been a childhood dream of mine, and I'm not going to let anybody shoot that down. Like, regardless of what anybody says to me or anybody tells me, Yo, you need to stop doing this, stop doing that. But it's like, I'm just going to keep going. And I've I've talked to NBA players, professional players, and they've, I've just kind of picked their brain and kind of want to learn from their mistakes Yo, this is like the fourth episode that that's happened, man. Okay. <laughs> Yo, but um, <clears throat> shows him shows he's dedicated. He has alarms to tell him to do crap. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, gonna forget. So yeah, he wants to but, get it done. <laughs> but um, yeah. But I just want, like I said, also, <clears throat> um. I would I would want to be financially stable in five years, especially with the the craft that I'm going into. Um, but not only that, but I would like to be surrounded with you know the best of things and the best of people because uh, basketball as a business is a very just to put it it's a very fucked up business. It's very political. Um, it's very cutthroat, uh, and you really have to watch your back at all times when you know being in this business and I've learned that you know just playing AAU or just in college like it is a business they will as soon as they'll pick you up they'll let you go so I just want to make sure that I keep this this hard working driven mentality not only do I like just want to have keep a good character I'll always be nice to people just treat people how I would like to be treated it doesn't matter how people treat me, I'm always gonna wear a smile on my face, and um, just never be phased by anybody that decides they want to doubt me or hate on me. I mean, that's your prerogative. Like I, and I don't want to envy the wicked. Um, then I only pray for the enemy, you know. And that's, I feel like as a Christian, that's the best you can do when it comes to them. You can only pray for the ones that don't see the same light or the same love that you do love love your enemy as you love yourself and that's mm-hmm. kind of to tie back to the whole you have to to win another heart you have to do it with love mm-hmm. i mean kind of one thing i want to say and i don't mean to interrupt you no, you're good. but kind of to tie in like the pressures pressures of privileges people don't understand and I don't think even I understand to its full extent sometimes, and you never will, but it's, it's humans utterly love comfort, small-minded people, not even small-minded people, mm. but just people used to the same grind are less likely to go, go out and do something because comfort, comfort is a privilege. And in America, that's all we know sometimes is comfort and so when something like a breakup happens or something like a foreclosure or inflation or gas being five bucks a gallon, God forbid, um, we, we riot and we lose our minds and can't go about it reasonably. But it's 
to be successful, you have to work out of comfort because mm-hmm. comfort will hold you down. And comfort, ultimately, comfort is one of your biggest enemies. Yeah, it because it 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 causes you to die where you were where you started, and it's mm-hmm. comfort is a privilege, but you know what else is a privilege? Pressure. And I love that saying because it's you are privileged to go through hardship because that I believe is God telling you, hey, you may not like what you're in now, but look. It's temporary. Jonah was trying to run away from God's God telling him to go preach to the people to the point that he had to have people throw everything off a boat before they threw him off and him get eaten by a whale before he realized, okay, I'm in a storm. I need to listen to listen to God before I, you know, walk into my mm-hmm. future. I mean, I don't know how that would tie into what I just said, but no, it ties in kind of to like comfort and kind of ties into my goals. Like I think the scariest thing for me to even get in the future, even if I do achieve my dreams, is getting comfortable. And like that's what I in ten years, that's where I don't want to be comfortable. I don't want to be complacent. You know, if I've achieved if I've achieved everything I want in five years, then the goal in ten years is to sustain that same hunger and that same grind to always want to be better and to realize the blessings that I do have and to not take them for granted. And of course I would want to be married, you know. I, <clears throat> I think as a man, the the biggest gift you can give to a man is a family and children. I mean Because not only do you have something I mean, it's kind of it's something you leave behind. Like yeah, that's that's your legacy. legacy. Yeah. I mean, it it says it in Proverbs. I think it's fifteen or something where it's the glory <laughs> of a son is or something about if a son does well, it's the glory of the father. Mm-hmm. But one thing I would to to the comfort thing is yes, it's bad, but don't be afraid to take a day off some days. That's one thing. I had a conversation with one of my good religious friends a while back and she hit me with the question of is having happiness selfish mm. and I, I remember thinking for months about that and I still don't have a good answer to that but I, I think one thing I would recommend is don't get too comfortable but don't be afraid to have an off day God took a rest day and now it's the Sabbath mm-hmm. But I agree I'm, I'm definitely it's just as of right now, I know that I am not where I completely want to be. Now, uh, uh, for a rest day for me, yeah, is not a rest day for everybody else. Yeah. Now, a rest day in the future might be different. I might go out, you know, you know, enjoy my life a little bit. Like if I'm okay, Good if I'm at a point where fresh. I'm like, I'm like 24, you know, I got drafted or something. You know, I might go out and celebrate a little bit, but it's back to work the next day. <laughs> like that, that's the day off. <laughs> but if as of right now, my rest days are, you know, getting my mental right to prepare for those kind of times or, you know, learning and not being as active. <laughs> my rest days are fitting. <laughs> so- <laughs> I'm about to say, uh, my, my rest days still involve a lot of activity and, you know, action. Yeah. But I, I feel like if, you know, when, you know, I'm not even going to say if, because if is not in my vocabulary anymore. When I achieve. Sounds like it is. You've said it a few times. Yeah, hey, I, I've been trying to eliminate some words from my cat. Like, I, I don't, I don't say never anymore because anything can happen. Uh, you just did. Cut the kick, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
it's just when these things happen, then you know things will change. I will learn more. I'll be older. Yeah. But as of right now, I'm just have to keep pushing. But uh, any any thoughts on that topic, Joe? Because we kind of took over that topic again. Anything else for ten years? Your ten years. Um. Of course, I want the podcast. I mean, I I only see the podcast as like you know, kind of alignment with my career, and like they just continue to go up and up and up and up and go up together and rise up together. And I, I like I said, I want to. I, I feel like my purpose was to inspire. Um. Like, because uh, in high school, I probably you know wasn't the guy you would look at. And ask for advice, but in five, ten years from now, I want to be that guy. Be like, look, if he made it from this and he had to go through this, and then he triumphed and got there, why can't I? And so I wanted to inspire like just a whole generation of kids, like like how I was inspired. So one thing I would say to that is, don't strive to be inspiration. Just do what's right, and people will aspire to be like you. Oh because yeah, because that's that's. I mean, do what's right by biblical means, and I understand that you will guide millions. True, but I think kind of like just I—I I mean, like basketball wise. I know, I know what you mean. I'm just, but like, um, of course, I'm just gonna keep doing the right thing, and you know, that's I don't, I don't like tell people this is what you need to be doing or. Like, I, I hey, you want some advice? You want some advice? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, nah, like, like I, I don't like. I kind of want to, you know, just be that that silent wolf, you know, yeah. that always just just did the right thing, kept his head up, you know, kept pushing, and then people people will be inspired by my results and how I live and you know the man that I am, and uh, kind of tying into what you just said, you know, just doing the right thing, I'll be inspired by millions. Like how I was inspired. Not really. I kind of said what I got to say. Yeah. We'll go on to the next topic. Mm-hmm. Well, just say? to finish off, just like all the hard work will pay off in the end. Of course. I, as long as it's in God's will and yeah, through God. God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last one. Do you believe in the one? Me personally, I don't think there is. I mean, I think there is somebody that God has for you. But um, I wouldn't necessarily say that's the one. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know if I believe in the one because I, I'm very pessimistic when it comes to relationships. You know, I just kind of uh, focus on other things as of right now. I'm not in the right mindset to actually answer this question, to be honest. But, I mean, you can answer it. Um, I feel like somebody c- can... And, like, let's say you meet a girl, and then over time, she, she, like, I feel like, okay, how do I wear this? Over time, it's something to strive for in the relationship for for the other person to view that person as, like, the one. Mm -hmm. Like, it's something that you'll continue to work on, basically. Is there such thing as, like, right, like, right now in this moment, like, I believe, like, she's the one for me. No, I feel like. It's something you can work for in that relationship. Okay. What's your opinion on that? I think the concept, yes. The connotation that's 
come out of it from it, I utterly disagree with because I feel we've we've created this another notion through society that love is just this blind thing that we we have no action in and that just the one will come and we have nothing to do with it. God's just gonna throw her in our lap or him in our lap and we're gonna I'm just say you just turn the corner. Say, oh my gosh, my soulmate. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that's, no, just, that's, that's just not how that's and I that's is there someone out there for you? Maybe. Does God have good things planned for you? Yeah. But you're not there's not just this utter like m- like mythical creature out there for you that's just gonna like I said plop in your lap. You, you it's if it's gonna happen, it'll happen, but there's I don't like the notion that's come out of it where it's I don't have to get off the couch and go find a woman or a man. <laughs> yeah. Like no, that just doesn't happen. That's you gotta go out and meet people and that's why you know, I it kinda like what Joe was saying with how you have to eventually it'll become the one and you'll marry her. But mm-hmm. it's love isn't this blind thing. You you actively choose to, to love say. someone. Okay, so then you what's, have to, your, you what's have your definition to, uh, of love? Huh? What's your definition of love? <laughs> that's, that's what we go. <laughs> that's it. Uh, I'll tell you guys mine if you go. If you once you guys go, I feel like my definition of love is, you know, some somebody that under the condition, like unconditionally, you would do anything for them in any. Uh, it's not even just that. Like there, I don't really think there's a true definition of love. Ah, there is. Yeah. What is your definition? Um, I would say that God wouldn't have used the word love in the Bible if he if he didn't have a definition for it. I mean, you see in John three sixteen, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Mm-hmm. Um, do I know what the definition is? No, but <laughs> I know that there is a definition. Um, my definition would be it's love is a active choice to to cherish a person, to cherish a person. Um, it's cause it's God loved us to give us our son or his, to give his son for our salvation. Mm-hmm. And I, it's like I said, he it's, did that it's, out of, it's like very love is very unconditional. It, it, and, yeah, and unconditional. That's, that's my definition. Like, <laughs> kind of hard to explain but say if somebody did something and you knew they were in the wrong you would still help them out of the love for them or you would still out of the care for them care but i mean with love has to be care (laughs) yeah love is love is a constant like i said a constant act of choosing to cherish a person and care for someone and be there for someone because quite frankly humans drive each other insane that's mm-hmm. the history of man so living with someone for 60 years mm. say if that's how long you live that's that's not just some blind thing like that's that's the constant ch- choice of cherishing and caring for a person that's why i'd go with that but so my definition of love is love is putting somebody else before yourself the act of putting somebody else before yourself so when i when you say to somebody i love you you're putting that person before yourself. I definitely, 
I could just think about like how like God says that He loves us. He puts us before Him, or something, word like that, something like that. Sort of, yes, kind of. Yeah, I, I, I think that He, not necessarily put us above Himself, but I I know what I know where you're going with it. But it's, yeah, I I get where you're going with it. Like I said, there's a lot of. There's not really a, as I'm saying, definition. There's not a dictionary. De- like you can't mm-hmm. look up. Hold on. Let, let me. <laughs> I mean, you can. Doesn't mean it's going to be a right answer. I'm about to say. There's I not- feel like it's going to be. If you look it up, it's more no. like an emotional. Yeah, I mean, definition of what love is. Well, let's look up love. You'll probably get the Urban Dictionary version and talk about some sexual perverse thing. love. An intense feeling of deep affection. Yeah. No. Uh, See. Because what happens when that deep affection fades? Because you're not... Oh, I can't tell you how many times I... I love my dad. Doesn't mean every day he says something to me, I don't sometimes want to look at him and be like, shut up. Like, yeah, yeah. We're humans. We have emotions. I don't just utterly have deep affection for everyone 100% of the time. I would not be human. <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. It, you know me. You know I have anger issues. Like... Yeah. I'm not gonna love someone with deep affection. Seven, like that just does yeah, not happen. It's not just though. some. Oh, she's the one. I'm gonna love her forever. No, it's a choice because otherwise, I'm gonna lose my mind. Because <laughs> I, you know, but no, nah, like like I said, it's it's very unconditional. Like even if somebody does something that makes you mad, you do things for them out of love. That that choice to put someone ahead of yours, because I mean that's with children. Mm-hmm. Parents should be putting the children's interest before their own. I feel, mm-hmm. and that's I think another reason I think society's gone astray. It's because we've put our own self interest ahead of our children, and now our children are lost, and we have no idea why they're lost. Thank you. Oh my goodness, I was looking for that earlier, but I couldn't really like grasp it. But I've noticed that you know they're like. The way we're teaching our children, well, we're not. We're delegating it to someone else. A, a lot, a lot of parents nowadays are selfish, and you know, still worried about the things. I mean, once you have a child, you have to realize that your life goes to them. Now. You are their guardian. You you have to put them before you. But it's like, oh yeah, I got these kids, but I'm gonna still, you know, do me. I'm gonna still live life. No. As soon as you, as soon as you decided that you wanted to have unprotected sex, sex, and e- even like it's even worse, it'll be out of wedlock. I mean, yeah. Ultimately, I it's most kids are, but <laughs> I'm adopted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he laughed before we laughed. Or we would have been messed up with that. How about this? Yeah, yeah, I got to put my head back. In. <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that's that's another big problem. It's not really it is some sort is education system, but it's the education that we are not giving to the next generation. Yeah. I uh, it's the and information you s- that they need when they're younger and the guidance that they need, they don't have it. Yeah. And I think that's another thing is to tie in that consequence aspect. And I see. I think you see that with a lot of the abortion argument is, I've now had this action and I don't want this child because 
I don't want this child. I still want to be my bad self. Well, you did the action to have a child. You're now putting that child ahead of you. And I know you're not going to do that because you don't have the willingness to accept the consequences of it. But I mean, it's that's the truth of the matter. I mean, at no, least as I see it. That was a and like I said, we're, I'm not going to get like too political on this. But speaking of like abortion, a lot of like you said, a lot of people have trouble dealing with the consequences of their actions. Back then, when a lot things were a lot more traditional, there was no abortion. There was no plan B. There was no birth control. None of that. But now, a lot of people's consequences are starting to, you know, just disappear. Yeah. And that's another problem. A lot of people don't hold themselves accountable, or not even hold themselves accountable. They're not even... Being held accountable. Being held accountable. They they don't have. You know why? Their parents didn't. Yeah. No love. <laughs> kind of speaking about love, I'm kind of curious to ask you, Joe. What what? Because you said you were adopted, and mm-hmm. I mean, you love your your parents. Mm-hmm. You see them as your parents, right? Yeah. Because you chose to love them, right? Mm-hmm. And they showed me love as well. Yeah. I, I I asked a question as I kind of led you down the question, so I apologize. No, yeah. I, I realized that, but just to make that point is it's to reiterate the point of love is a choice. Is it, I yeah, mean, love is a choice. I definitely agree. I know personally, I didn't choose like I didn't just happen to love my dad. Mm-hmm. It's an active choice to love my father because of all the things he's done for me, and because, like I said, there's times. He's a parent. I want to slap him sometimes because yeah. I think everyone wants to slap their parents at some point. Yeah. Doesn't mean you do it or doesn't mean you're right because your anger comes out, but they're doing it because they care for you and they chose to love you and they continue to choose to love you. And I, yeah. I guess that's... Yeah, like like of our definitions, basically just love is just the choice of putting somebody else before yourself. Yeah. And again, I'm sorry. I kind of really didn't no, ask the question, so I apologize, <laughs> yeah. but Yeah. But um, any any other remarks before we end up this episode, before we do our mental checkup? But yeah, uh, we do like little mental checkups and then mm-hmm. just rate how we're doing out of 10. Um, one thing I want to say before we end it, and if you have anything else, oh, cool. But um, Jesus loves you. Always Jesus, and forever. Jesus is good. Or God is good. God is able and God is powerful. Amen. Um, you are a product of your environment. Surround yourself with good people, and the rest will follow. It says it in Proverbs. Um, those who surround themselves with fools will become fools. Mm-hmm. So, I, I know I'm misquoting that, but yeah. I, I also kind of want to tie into like the fools fools thing. Um, the air freshener smells. Good. Huh? <laughs> that air freshener smells good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I I seen this thing and. Uh, you know, we're next episode, next episode, next episode, because that's like a whole another hour. <laughs> but um, Joe, how you doing? So terrific. Yeah. Out of ten. Eight point five. That's right now. Still the same as last episode. Okay. How are you? Um, there's things that have happened, but I mean, this life is never something you should complain about. You're given the privilege of being here. Um. I would say a 5 out of 10, not because it's awful, but because there's always room for improvement, and I'm not going to... Life is good, so my 5 out of 10 may be 
an eight out of ten for someone else. Yeah, it's right now. I mean, it's. I'm happy with where I'm at. I, I'm in positions like I said early on that I wasn't six months ago, and I'm utterly thankful for that from God. So, I mean, great. So, um, I would say I'm doing a lot better than I was the last time. I, I, I would say like nine out of ten. I, I've just. You know, um, I don't want to say like the things that I've been praying for have been, you know, happening because I, the things that I pray for are kind of like long term, but it's like you kind of start to gain clarity and feel guidance as you are pushing towards the things that you pray for. And, you know, I I just... (laughs) It was just so crazy. I just had like a moment of realization that, you know, God wouldn't be putting me in these positions. If these, if this is this, this is what I've been praying for. I may not know exactly what I am praying for, exactly what I do want, but now I'm kind of started to see what I'm, you know, what I'm going through and what I'm seeing and what I'm doing is a part of the things that I'm praying. The purpose. For. Yeah, it's purpose. But yeah, and then once I kind of realized that, I mean, it, it was just. Mm. Can't, I don't even know the word for it, but I think that's going to wrap it up for season three, episode 10 of the Kids of Culture podcast. We're Any not so much more? kids anymore now that I think of I'm it. About, I'm about to say, we might have, I might have to change the... Uh, <laughs> young adults of culture. <laughs> young adults of culture. <laughs> now, we're, we're always going to be kids of God, though. Always. Children of God. Yep. Children of God. But uh, that's going to wrap it up. Signing off. Peace. Peace.